the college football experience week one college football FCS preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Yes, dominate your draft with the free SGPN draft kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And don't forget the free roll football contest is back and it's better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest. And get this $1,500 is up for grabs in our brand new college football contest. So sign up exclusively in our discord that sports gambling podcast.com slash discord that sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Hey everybody, Jim McMahon here. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Week one FCS preview and picks episode. My name is Colby Swigger, database Dan, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) Oh man, we are 24 hours away from the season starting. I can't wait. And this is our FCS picture that we'll be doing each and every week this year. Love me some FCS football, so uh, it's easy to see a tie. There we turn. go. There, and uh, look. If you think the FCS is just some garbage product, well, let me just tell you. The evidence is impossible. It's impossible. I never broke the law. I am the law. That's right. The FCS is the law. I think we're gonna have some upsets going on. We'd see it every year. Last year. One, I think the Big Sky, uh, great conference among the FCS, went out, started uh, Montana, beat a ranked Washington team in Seattle, uh, and then UC Davis went to Tulsa, who was previously played for the AAC championship, beat Tulsa in Tulsa. Then you saw Eric Barriere in Eastern Washington go down to uh, UNLV and win, and you saw the Lumberjacks from Northern Arizona. Take down Jed Fish and the Arizona Wildcats. There's a few other upsets. The FCS, uh, we had Duquesne took down the Ohio Bobcats. Uh, Holy Cross took down Yukon. There was a good slew of uh, upsets a season ago on the FCS ranks. And that's why you shouldn't sleep on it. It's great football. And part of the, part of what's great about living in 2022 is that you can get most all the games, you know, uh, wherever you're at most of the time ESPN plus I know there's a couple other ones, uh, but you can get the NEC front row app. You can get uh, just a few of the apps out there. And what's great is you saw the top recruit in the nation 
go to the, go to an FCS school this past year. And they actually, I believe they landed two of the top 50 recruits in the nation. And they brought in some big, some big transfers into the FCS world. So I think it's going to be a very exciting season as FCS. And I'll tell you this from a gambling point of view, you have what, like it used to be harder to get FCS lines. And it, it appears that, uh, you know, I'm over here on WinBet right now and I see a ton of FCS lines. Cannot wait for the action. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a great Thursday slate. I know, you know, I love the FBS as much as the FCS, uh, but it, it's a great Thursday slate. You got your backyard brawl and Penn State and Purdue. Those two games are absolutely fabulous in the FBS. But after that, you can make a case that, you know, okay, Central Michigan, Oklahoma State could be decent. La Tech and and Missouri could be decent in the FBS. But I also think you're going to have a lot of FCS matchups that are probably better than that and we'll get to them uh cuz I am very very excited to talk FCS football and bring this show to you people. Before we get started, I want to tell you that the college football experience FCS uh, week one preview is brought to you by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. And the app provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so so betters can keep uh, records of of all your games and betting activity. Uh, so go to oddstrader.com/bluewire. That's oddstrader.com/bluewire and oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by the free roll football contest. Yes, free roll football contests are here. And look, college football contest fifteen hundred dollars is up for grabs. The NFL contest says we're giving away five thousand dollars and a two night stay at the Win Las Vegas. So what are you doing? Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. What's up to the chat? I see people in there say what's up, Dant. Yes, let's the, the season's here, folks. I can't wait. And uh, yeah, I just think there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of great stuff uh, headed, headed our way, you know, with this college football season and it starts tomorrow and there are some big time matchups. So uh, buckle up people, because I I think if I were to go chronologically, um, chronologically tomorrow at I'm out here in Los Angeles. So it would be three o'clock PM on the West, 6 PM on the East. You get a couple great matchups just to kick off the season. You get North Alabama and Indiana state, North Alabama, recently a D two school jumped up Indiana state, the sycamores. They've been improving. That is one that is out there. Uh, and right now I've seen that line. It's actually came, came down a little bit. I'm seeing it in Indiana state minus seven. I think, uh, Indiana State struggled to pass the ball last year. They, I know they have a stud, a stud, a stud wideout, but I, I, from what I watched, they were not a great team. So I'm, I'm on North Alabama plus the seven points. There is no money line available that I'm seeing right now. Um, and then to me, one of the one of the better matchups, I think, from an intriguing standpoint, like the Citadel is at Campbell, three o'clock West. 
Look, I love matchups like this because you're going to see Campbell. Mike Minter is their head coach. Mike Minter, former Nebraska Cornhusker, Green Bay Packer, and Carolina Panther. He just landed a top 80 recruiting class. Yeah, that includes the FBS. So it's not only Deion Sanders at Jackson State. Uh, what Mike Mike Minter is doing at Campbell is is very noteworthy. We should watch. I'm telling you, if you if you if you have tuned out and you haven't been watching uh, FCS football. You're gonna want to watch what's going on there because I, I do believe he's doing some great things there at Campbell, and they got—I don't know—I I think they're gonna be starting a lot of freshmen, so it'll be interesting to watch that because uh, they have all these highly touted freshmen. How fast will they be able to grow up playing? Uh, you know, making that jump from high school to to you know competing at a decent level in in the. Uh, in the FCS, and uh, they have a star quarterback, Haj Malik Williams. If you haven't had a chance to watch this kid, he's good. So that's going to be very interesting to watch him. And then you have the Citadel. Citadel, shout out to Stump Mitchell. Um, they run the triple option, which is always fun to watch. I love the contrast in styles, especially when you can find matchups where you can see uh, the triple option going up against, uh, you know, another style of offense. I always, I'm always fascinated by that. So. Uh, the Citadel's got a really good running back, Xavier Smith. Um, I I think this is a, a one of the better games. I would have this game charted above, uh, like the Ball State Tennessee game and the La Tech Missouri game and the New Mexico State Minnesota game. I think this game is more intriguing. So uh, I'm all over that, and uh, the current line is Campbell minus two and a half points. I think if I had to, I would take Campbell. Because they get a month to prep for the triple option, but uh, obviously the Citadel's been been a, a you know a solid program for a while, so uh, it would not shock me if the Citadel was to pull that off. But uh, getting a month to prep for the triple option and having a very talented recruiting class come in there, and then you have the veteran quarterback uh, Hajmalik Williams. So I w- I lean Campbell laying the two and a half there. Um, this is just on Thursday too. We're going to get into the mix. Cause I'm telling you, there's a lot of great games going on this weekend. There's a couple of CAA matchups uh, happening tomorrow that I think are noteworthy Monmouth and New Hampshire. Monmouth is brand new to the, uh, to, to the CAA. And I think they're a pretty damn good program. You look at uh, Tony Musket at quarterback. They almost knocked off Sam Houston State, who won the uh, FCS championship two years ago. They were in the playoffs, and I thought they had that game, but they somehow squandered that. So Tony Musket comes in at quarterback, or he's been in at quarterback. Uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. He's a very good quarterback, and to have them start out with a conference game, brand new, like I said, brand new to the uh, to the uh, CAA, I think is going to be fantastic to watch. Um, so buckle up people that line, as I am scrolling here, trying to find it scattered with the FBS games, I am seeing Monmouth minus four against new Hampshire, new Hampshire, actually kind of been a very good program. I know they had some tough times lately, but they've been a pretty damn good program. Uh, uh, you know, over the past 30 years or so. So interesting to see if they can find their stride and uh, perhaps, uh, you know, pull off the upset at home against Monmouth and Tony Musket. Uh, I'm going to lay the points. I think Monmouth, they got a good corner that, that is really, you know, really good. I like the style of defense they play. They also have a good, a good uh, rush attack as well. So I am going to lay the points with Monmouth minus four against new Hampshire CAA action. Now the only pain in the ass with this 
is that you're going to have to find this game on flow sports and, or I'm, I'm trying to find it on, on local television. But uh, if not, you got to get flow sports and flow sports, huge pain in the ass. I was, I was once a customer and I will have to be a customer again later tonight when I sign up, but that is going to be a pain in the ass. And also the other CAA matchup is Rhode Island at Stony Brook. Both those games happening at the same time. Nice to start the season with some conference games. I always enjoy that. Just like we saw with Nebraska and Northwestern, you know, you start the season with conference games. It just makes it, you know, raises the stakes a little bit. Uh, and the CAA is wide open. You know, James Madison's gone. They left obviously Delaware and, and, and uh, Villanova have been blue bloods in the CAA. Maybe they can capitalize, but then you have the storyline after that. Could it be a William and Mary? Could it be Richmond? The Richmond spiders have had a great program over the past 30 years. Will it be Monmouth entering, you know, uh, the Rhode Island, Rhode Island has Kasim Hill, the Maryland transfer at quarterback. I, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch the race in the CAA uh, as they might get three, ta- three teams into the playoffs this year. So um, that is one tomorrow. Like I said, the big time games tomorrow to me, um, there's a few other ones, but I got to watch those CAA matchups, Rhode Island, Stony Brook, Monmouth, New Hampshire. And uh, I'm I'm excited for the Citadel and Campbell. Now I'll say this. St. Francis is at Akron. St. Francis is terrible, but Akron has been terrible too. So I I think the zips I'm high on the zips and going out and getting Joe Moorhead, but how fast can you install, you know, everything? How fast can you get your team believing in you? Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch because Akron has been so terrible over the years. Now they went out and they had a, just an unbelievable uh, transfer class. So I do expect them to roll. I am going to lay the points uh, with the Akron zips as they take on St. Francis tomorrow. Um, the other matchups that I'm very excited about um, Kennesaw state at Samford. If you watch Samford last year in that game at Florida in the swamp, they threw for like a thousand yards. It seemed like this offense, they, they run the air raid. It should be very interesting. This is what I mean by a contrast in styles and why I, I love a matchup like this is Kennesaw state. Uh, they run the triple option as well. So they're taking on Sanford. Sanford gets a month of prep for the triple option. At the same time, you know, they run the air raid. So can Kennesaw get their defense together to defend the air raid. This is must watch TV for me. This is, this is the style of games. I like, I like contrast and styles and that game is, is I think one of the, one of the must watch games for me all weekend and that's happening tomorrow. So I would actually chart that game in my pecking order of watching. One is the backyard brawl. All right. You brought that back. College football is amazing. Give me the backyard brawl. Then give me the Penn state Purdue game. And then I think at three, I think it's this matchup for me, Kennesaw State and Sanford. I'm very excited to watch this matchup. Xavier Shepard, the quarterback for Kennesaw State, uh, he's a beast. It should be a a really fun watch as uh, see if Sanford can can get that offense lighting up again like they did last season at times with the uh, the Kentucky transfer Nick Scalzo at at, at quarterback there. So uh, that one that line is at seven. Seven Kennesaw's laying seven. Oh man, I I kind of think mm, you got a month of prep for the triple option. I don't know. I'm going Kennesaw. I faded the triple option with the Citadel. I'm not gonna do it with Kennesaw. I'm laying the points, even though I think Sanford could stay in that game, and I think it's gonna be a damn good football game. So, uh, 
Yeah. Sign me up there. These are all happening tomorrow folks. So uh, then you have, and I think one of the, one of the, the better games as well on the slate is road rash face, Bobby Petrino. He's at central Arkansas. Yes. Missouri state with Jason Shelley, the former Utah Ute quarterback. Uh, he is uh, there traveling to central Arkansas, central Arkansas had a, you know, they kind of took a step back a season ago. Um, but they've been, they've been a pretty good football program over the past, you know, decade or so. Can they uh, get it together against a Missouri state team with high expectations, Missouri state, part of the Missouri Valley conference. And, you know, I, I know North Dakota state and South Dakota state get all the shine in that conference, but I do think road rash face has really built that that program up in no time. Shout out to Bobby Petrino. And I wonder, you know, could he be coaching himself back to the FBS? Um, or would there be interest in Missouri State potentially moving to the FBS? I don't know, but uh doing a hell of a good job there. And I think that game is going to be fantastic to watch as well. And I actually this one, I will take you. Where where's my where's my sound drop? I will take you to the land down under here. Yes, Missouri State. I trust Jason Shelley with this offense. Um, I think the offensive line is a little healthier, a little better. They're laying eight, eight and a half. Lay the points. I even see a nine out there. So hopefully wherever your your book's at, but I'm using win bet. Um uh so lay the points with Missouri State as they hit hit the road to take on Central Arkansas. That game is awesome. And then uh we have St. Thomas. Who's just come, came out of nowhere? I, let me quickly pull up to to give you the story of St. Thomas uh, football. They have emerged. You know, the first off, great name, the Tommies. The Tommies. This was a program that not long ago. Well, first off, they've been playing ball since 1922, and not long ago they were a Division three team. Yeah, and they jumped up to the FCS. 2017, they were in D3. Shout out to them. And uh look, they're preseason favorites to win the Pioneer. So, uh they head down to uh Southern Utah to take on the Thunderbirds. I think that game is going to be a intriguing watch as well. Southern Utah is laying 10 and a half. Yes, yeah, Southern Utah is laying ten and a half. Give me St. Thomas on with the ten and a half. This is gonna be a game. This is gonna be a game down there. Um, so I like that play. Some of the other uh FBS matchups we have. Eastern Illinois catching 33 and a half against Northern Illinois. Tricky. I look, I think Eastern Illinois is terrible. They only won one game a season ago. Northern Illinois was one of the luckiest teams in the FBS. I will. Uh, I'm actually going to lay the points with Northern Illinois. I think they're too much. Um, we also have Alabama A and M, but they don't have Akil Glass anymore. He graduates, taking on UAB. UAB laying 36. Give me A and M to cover it. I don't feel great about that one though. Um, interesting one here: Western Illinois and UT Martin going at it. UT Martin had a great season a year ago. The Leathernecks in the Missouri Valley. Um, UT Martin laying seven. Mm. Give me UT Martin. I'm going to lay the points against the Leathernecks, one of the greatest nicknames in all of uh, college football. VMI takes on Wake Forest. Wake Forest is laying 32. And VMI, look, I, I'm a big fan of what they're doing. They run the air raid. Seth Morgan's a good quarterback. 
Um, I, I liked them back in the Reese Yudinsky days, but they lose Jacob Harris. They're wide out to, to Richmond. Sam, no Sam Hartman at wake. I still think wakes offense is going to roll. I wouldn't touch this with a 10 foot pole. Uh, give me uh give me wake gun to my head in that one. I think VMI might be able to get some, s- some points in that game though. Um, some other FBS matchups tomorrow where, and I'll get to a couple that I think could be upsets. Um, you have Bryant taking on the airport, Florida international in Miami. FIU's laying nine and a half. I like the Mike McIntyre higher down there. I am going to lay the nine and a half. They got Gunnar Holberg, Holberg coming in from Duke at quarterback. Um, then you have long Island, the sharks taking on Toledo. Toledo's laying 45 and a half. The Rockets with Daquan Finn. Uh, that's a big number for a Mac school. I think Toledo's Toledo's probably going to roll in this one, but I guess give me the sharks plus 45 and a half um, South Carolina state who won the celebration bowl a year ago. They are heading into the bounce, uh, the moon bounce down there in Orlando to take on UCF UCF's laying 36 and a half. Really excited to see John rice Plumley in his first game at, at UCF. Um, I guess uh, you know what? Give me South Carolina State in the points. Those big numbers; these are tough, though. I don't feel great about any of these. I will let you know. I love the Missouri State play. Um, what else do we got here? Lamar Abilene Christian going on. Lamar's co- uh, head coach, former Air Force quarterback uh, Bo Morgan. That that should be interesting to watch as he enters what year two, I believe, at Lamar. Um, that's a fourteen and a half point spread. Give me, give me Lamar and the points to hang around. Just, just enough, just enough. The hook. Um, we also have uh, Mississippi Valley state taking on Tarleton state. That one uh, should be interesting too. Tarleton's one of these programs that is putting some serious money behind their, their football program. I think they might end up in FBS uh, uh, eventually here. Uh, and they just added Bo Allen, a, a transfer from Kentucky at quarterback who came in fast, won the starting job in no time. Um, uh, that's an interesting game as they take on Mississippi Valley state. I will lay the points with Tarleton. I just think that, that they're investing so much. They got talent. They've, they've done well in the portal. I'm going to lay the 19 with Tarleton state. Um, you got Cal poly taking on Fresno state. I stay away. I, I actually probably lean Fresno minus the 35 and a half. Interesting one out in San Jose, Portland state, the Vikings. They are taking on uh, San Jose State. I actually think San Jose State's kind of a little underrated coming into the season, and I also think Portland State might be a little underrated in the Big Sky. But I like the Chevin Cordero get. I love the line of scrimmage for the Spartans. I'm going to lay the 17 against Portland State, even though it wouldn't surprise me if Portland State hangs around in the first half. Uh, then uh, how about this one? Here we go. Let's go to the land down under. Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks are catching 24 and a half in Tempe against Arizona State. Look, Arizona State lost everybody. I understand that crowd will probably get up for this one, but they lost everybody. Northern Arizona is trying to win the Arizona Cup. I'm deeming it that because they beat the Arizona Wildcats last year in Tucson. Now, can they go into Tempe and get the upset? How great would that be if they could pull that off? Um, you know, Herm Edwards, they, he's on the hot seat. You can't, he can't afford to lose a game like this, but I think it's possible that this is a close game in the fourth quarter. 
with Northern Arizona, you know, the way that they've had success uh, with RJ Martinez at quarterback, I think that don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if that's a game. So uh, give me the lumberjacks plus the points. I think they might be able to hang around in this one, especially I'm banking all of this off of uh, well, I think, I think Northern Arizona is probably a little better than we realize, but also I don't know what to expect out of Arizona state. They lost a ton. I know they got Valade, the running back from Wyoming and Emory Jones from Florida, but along the line of scrimmage, they lost a ton. The defense lost a ton. I think Northern Arizona might be able to hang around some. Let's go. Let's go lumberjacks. So that's my, that's one of my favorite plays of the day there. Plus the 24 and a half. Uh, and, and I do see a 25 out there too, but uh, those. So did I cover all the Thursday action? I believe we have one more game on the Thursday slate. What game is that? Uh, yes, this one will be kicking off. I believe at three o'clock out here on the West as uh, as what is this Fordham takes on Wagner at Wagner Fordham's laying 17 and a half points. This is a very interesting matchup because uh, well, Wagner's not been great, but Fordham got one of the best quarterbacks in the country and Tim uh, DeMorat. So I'm going to watch just because of that. I think he's going to be an NFL quarterback. So 17 and a half though, it's a big number. It's a big number for Vince, Vince uh, Lombardi's alma mater. Um, let's take a look last season at uh, Fordham's schedule from a year ago. I think uh, I kind of lean Wagner. They're at home. I know their offense was dog shit last year, but that's a big, that is a big number. And if you look at uh, what happened in this matchup a season ago, um, let's, let's get to it. Um, where is this? Well, first off Fordham, actually they did impress me in that Nebraska game. I know they lost 52 to seven, but in the first half, I was really impressed by, by their play. They, they did actually, they owned Wagner in, in the Bronx last year, 56 to seven. Maybe I'm wrong on this one. Actually, you know what? Change my pick here. Change my pick here. Let's lay the points. I didn't realize it was that bad of a ass beating last year. Let's lay the points. Uh, give me, give me Fordham and, and uh, their star quarterback in that matchup. Uh, let's move along. So that, that pretty much caps off Thursday. Yes. There's a couple other ones. That's noteworthy. Texas A&M commerce is going to play their first FCS game. They're jumping up from D two. They're taking on a D two school in uh, Lincoln, Lincoln CA. Um, but uh, there's a couple others too. Like Western Oregon is at Weber state. Um, Mars Hill is at East Tennessee state. That'll be interesting to see Weber and, and East Tennessee state, see how they look to start the season, but they should roll. Um, and what else do we have? I think that's, I think that is everything there. Am I forgetting? I think what Furman, I think kicks off too against North Greenville. That one uh, should be a little bit interesting as well. Just to see if, if Furman, I think they will be able to contend for a SoCon championship this year. Um, and then we have Friday. Friday should be fun because what you got Lehigh and Villanova, Lehigh and Villanova. That is one that uh, I think the spread let's, let me, let me pull this up. I believe last I saw was 33. Um, but this is, this is a rivalry that, that goes back to the 1920s. So sign me up for, for some, some fun with that matchup as I'm trying to find the, the current line right now. Um, I, Nova's obviously, in, uh, you know, 
they're a blue blood in the FCS. So I do think we should probably yeah, it's actually, it's gone down a little bit. It's at 30 and a half. I'm laying it. I'm laying it against, against Lehigh. Don't tell my guy, Sean stacking the money green. Um, then you have in, and this is an interesting one here. Cause Eastern Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky is catching 14 at Eastern Michigan. Uh, that is, I would not be surprised if Eastern Kentucky, they're a, they're a team that wants to go to the FBS. This is a big opportunity for them. If they can beat an FBS uh, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Beat an FBS this, this uh, Friday, I think you could be looking at something. Now I will say this, their, their head coach, Walt Wells at Eastern Kentucky. Uh, he, he, I think might've had a heart attack. I don't know if that's official. I know there's some, some, they, they said he had a cardiac episode Sunday morning. Um, so I, and they say they think he's going to make a full recovery, but I would assume that would not be this Friday night that he would be coaching. So uh, that's something to monitor just because of that though. Maybe the team gets up. Give me the 14 points in Eastern Kentucky on the road in Plante, Take it on Eastern Michigan. And my boy, Chris Creighton got another one Friday night. Holy cross taking on Mary Mac. Holy cross. Got a quarterback, Max Matt Saluka, who I, I'm a big fan of. And I like the physicality of this Holy cross team. Question is, is can they score enough to cover that? Um, 19's a big, a big line. I'm going to pull up uh pull up uh, what Holy cross did. I know they, they won at UConn and I think they won by 10 if memory serves me correct. So that will be an interesting matchup at Mary Mac here. That will be on NEC front row. If you get that app, it's a free app in the app store, Google play store. You can watch all these games. That's what's great about, uh, you know, living in, in 2022, but yeah, Mary Mac, interesting team. You look back uh, a season ago and, and they're a team that I, I, I think recently came up as well. They were five and six a season ago and they lost at Holy cross by 14, they, but they had some, some, some nice outings. They, they played Maine really close. Um, you know what? Give me the points. Give me the points in Mary Mac against, against Holy cross. I think Holy cross will get the dub, but uh, give me the points. Then you got William and Mary at Charlotte. Now this one's interesting. The line is six. Charlotte is only a six point favorite against William and Mary. Uh, but Chris Reynolds, their star quarterback is out for the game. I'll be honest. I think you take Charlotte because I think there's a still, a, I get it. Mike London. He's, he's been a successful coach before he's taken over the William and Mary program. I think he's made them better. I just don't think they're there yet, but Charlotte's defense did look like it looked like complete shit last week. Uh, and obviously they're with the backup quarterback. However, I am going to do a, I'm going to, I'm going to take Charlotte minus the six, lock it up people. Um, then what else? The uh, last one on Friday is Kansas, te- Tennessee tech, Tennessee tech heading to Lawrence. They're getting 27 and a half points. The only problem is Tennessee tech, not very good. So, uh, and you know, if you listen to our FBS show, I am high on the Jayhawks. So I will, uh, I will take Kansas minus the points. That's not a lock though. I'm not actually going to bet this game, but I am very curious to watch it and see the progression of uh, Jalen Daniels at the quarterback spot. Um, and we'll see if Tennessee tech can, can improve. I mean, they were three and eight a year ago, but they got their ass whooped, uh, you know, by a lot of teams, Tennessee beat them 56 to nothing. Uh, Samford beat them 52 to 14. Furman beat them uh, by 26. So 
I don't know. I think you have to you have to lay the points with Kansas. I actually might bet that actually now that I think about it. You know what? Let's bet that. Let's take Kansas minus minus the twenty seven and a half. Let's go Jayhawks. Um, all right, and then that gives us to Saturday. All right, but before I get to Saturday, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience FCS Week One preview brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. It is a game changing product. Unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on sleeper by playing their brand new over under game. Yes. You got to check this thing out. You, 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 t- you take two or more players based and you hit the over under based on their stat projection. If you hit uh, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the amount of money you put in. I can tell you right now, now they don't have it for FCS, but I am playing. Um, I am playing uh, Matthew Downing, Louisiana Tech's quarterback, over 205 yards uh, against Missouri tomorrow, as well as Colorado's running back Alex Fontenot, over 51 and a half yards against the TCU Horn Frogs. That that game's happening on Friday, and then Saturday I also have Marvin Harrison Jr. Over seventy-seven and a half yards as uh, as Ohio State host Notre Dame, and but all three have to hit. But it's absolutely fantastic. You win from two times to twenty times the amount of money you put into this. So right now on our uh, mobile phone or on your mobile phone, join our listener group at Sleeper on Sleeper.com/sgp. That's Sleeper.com/sgp, and you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Promo code SGP. Do not forget that. We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Let me tell you, Run Your Pool offers every game you can think of under the sun. Pick 'em, Survivor, Fantasy Pools. It is a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that simply you will not get anywhere else. And uh, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. Yes. Hop in now to reserve your spot. We're giving away $500 cash plus a $250 gift card to the SGPN merch store. All that to the winner. Sign up today at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. All right. We are back talking FCS week one. I'll be honest, those Thursday matchups, I'm very excited uh, to see the Citadel, Campbell, Kennesaw State, Sanford. And I want to see I want to see Bobby Petrino and see what he if if the I mean I think they're going to handle business against Central Arkansas that's why I locked it up, but I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how well they look in game one and also those CAA matchups Monmouth New Hampshire Rhode Island Stony Brook nothing better starting out with some some big time conference action, um, then you get to uh, Saturday here and Saturday I think is 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 loaded with some some good games and obviously a lot of FBS matchups. Which, which uh, FCS can beat an FBS? Like I said, I, I rattled off like five or six that happened last year. Um, I think there's potential for a few this year, and, and most of them coming in week one. Uh, we know the big one. I think is uh, South Dakota State is going to take on Iowa. I think that's a 9 a.m. kick Saturday here on the West, noon on the East. That is one. I think they're getting 14. Give me, give me South Dakota State with Mark Gronowski coming back. I know he was injured all last, all last season, but the last time he was starting quarterback and, and actually healthy for the Jackrabbits, they were uh, they were in the FCS national championship game and and pretty much on the verge of winning that thing. I feel like, um, 
And with as long as he's healthy, I think I think they might be able to give Iowa a game. Give me the points on South Dakota State. Wouldn't even surprise me if they won that thing. Iowa plays great defense, and I know that defense is going to be nasty, and the fan base is fantastic. But I don't know how much that offense will have success against South Dakota State because South Dakota State is the one team that has been fucking with North Dakota State over the past few years. So I do think they might have the bodies to uh, to 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 really kind of hurt the uh, the Iowa rushing attack from a defensive standpoint, and then they're going to make Spencer Petras beat you. I I think it could be a, a game. Give me the Jackrabbits, and I actually, you know what? Let's 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 go to the land down under there. They got to play turnover free football though. Conservative, if you have to, do it. Um, I know they lose Pierre Strong, but Isaiah Davis is a running back. Uh, they got a, a really couple good tight end, or a couple good wideouts and a good tight end. So I, I do expect them to be in that game. Uh, some of the other matchups that I, that I really enjoy that could happen, like Maine takes on New Mexico. Now I, I end up taking New Mexico. I think the, the the line is ten. I struggled on that though. I really I really like hesitated. To 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 handicap that game because I Maine's been a, a good program. Remember, shit. I don't know. They they went on the road. Uh, to, I feel like this is probably a while ago now. They went to Mississippi State and won, but they keep a decent program. And can the Black Bears come in there uh, to Albuquerque? What is that Dream Style Stadium and and get the dub? I expect that to be a game. I just think you know Rocky Long. I think it's his third year. I th- normally you see a little bit of a. Uh, a tide turn there. It's easy to see a tide turn. So I am going to lay the 10, but that I, I'm staying away from that. I'm not betting that one because I could totally see Maine, the black bears pulling off the upset on the road in Albuquerque. That's a, that's a fun watch right there. Um, all right. Well, next up you have, uh, well, what other, um, uh, this is the FBS FCS versus FBS part of the show where I'm trying to, to, to figure upsets that could happen here. I think Northern Arizona is going to cover against Arizona state. Although I think Arizona state's going to win the game. I think South Dakota state is potentially a live dog, right? I'm taking them plus the points. Um, other than that, there are some pretty big time matchups as well. Delaware is getting 15 and a half points. Nolan Henderson's back at quarterback for the blue hands there. They, they are uh, shifting. I would say uh, Danny Rocco was a defensive coach. They brought in an offensive coach as Rocco uh, got fired, but just to, I know they had a tough year last year, the blue hens, but I do expect them. They got some, some key players in the transfer portal. I think they're going to hang with Navy. I, I, I don't know that they're going to win outright, but I do think Delaware is going to cover the 15 and a half. Give me the blue hands plus the points in Annapolis. That should be a fun one. Uh, then we have, we have some other interesting matchups here. Central Connecticut state's taking on Yukon central Connecticut state, the blue devils. They're getting 19 and a half against Jim Mora and company. Obviously the sad, the, the bad news that from Jim Mora's Penn state transfer, former four-star recruit, Taquan Roberson is out. Uh, he is out for the season torn ACL. Um, so they're going to be rolling the dice with a couple freshmen at quarterback the rest of the season, central Connecticut state. They're not very good. I am still going to lay the 19 and a half with Yukon. And that sounds crazy to, to lay points with Yukon. I will lay the points. I think Yukon is going to roll central Connecticut. I think that their run game should have a big day. 
Um, you also have Sam Houston State, who's jumping up to the FBS next year. They're taking on Texas A and M. I wish it was last year's Sam Houston State team with Eric Schmidt uh, and Raymond Jefferson. Those guys transferred out. Jordan Yates comes in from uh, from Georgia Tech, and also Desmond Jackson, the running back from Oklahoma State, who who got stopped on that uh, fourth and inches in the Big Twelve championship game. So that offense might be still decent. They're getting thirty on the road at A and M. I think A&M's just going to body them personally, but you know what? Maybe 30 points. They can backdoor that thing. I don't know. I think I lean A&M. Uh, you got Richmond and Virginia. This is an interesting one. This is a very interesting one. Richmond is catching 24 and a half points. And I think they're kind of being underrated when you look at the FCS rankings and stuff, they bring in Reese Udinsky, who's a fifth year senior quarterback or might, might, might even be a six year senior quarterback. He was at Maryland last year, but before that he was at VMI. And they have uh, Jacob Harris, a really good receiver, coming in from uh, from VMI as well. Now I know they got hit when their defensive lineman jumped, one of their best defensive players uh, jumped to Wake Forest, but they're getting twenty four and a half against Virginia. Virginia's replacing all five starting offensive linemen. They're breaking in a, a new offensive coach, a new defensive coach. Could there be some growing pains there? I know Brennan Armstrong's a stud. I've I've been his biggest fan probably. I feel like on this, on this show, but 24 and a half, give me the spiders plus the points. That might be a lock. I don't know. I think they'll be able to hang around some. So I know Mendenhall kind of had Virginia's program in a decent, in decent shape, but I think Richmond might be better than people think 24 and a half. Let's go. Here's an interesting one out in Colorado Springs. Northern Iowa's taken on air force. This game's awesome. Northern Iowa's catching 15 points. Air Force returns everybody. The last two full college football seasons we've had, Troy Calhoun has won 10 games or more at Air Force each year. Unbelievable coaching job. But then you have Northern Iowa, who keeps a good defense. I feel like, I mean, I know they lost the quarterback in the portal, but getting 15 points, getting a month to prep for the triple option. Give me Northern Iowa plus 15. Not locking it by any means, but. Because I, I Northern Iowa's been offensively challenged, I feel like the past couple of years. Uh, what happened to the days of Kurt Warner and Dedrick Ward and David Johnson? Come on, Panthers! Uh, but I'm taking the 15. Triple option bleeds the clock. I could see uh, Northern Iowa being able to stay in that game. That that game's pretty fun to watch. Um, other matchups against the FBS, and then we'll hop into some good FCS on FCS matchups. Uh, Bethune Cookman takes on the Miami Hurricane. That that game's, I think, going to be a bloodbath. I'm going to lay the 45 with Miami. Um, North Dakota. Actually, let's lock this up because as much as I like North Dakota, they're taking on Nebraska. After all, the the buzz around Scott Frost, you know, and losing that game in Dublin to Northwestern, they're laying 22 and a half at home in Lincoln against North Dakota. North Dakota's a decent team in the Big Sky. However, I'm not the Big Sky anymore. The Missouri Valley now. However, they're laying 22 and a half folks. Give me Nebraska minus 22 and a half. Lock that thing up. Shop to you. Drop customers that, that you're going to hit on that. You are going to hit on that. I can assure you, you win on that. Bet it. Um, what else do we got? You see Davis and Dan Hawkins. They, they won at Tulsa last year in the season opener. They are in a little bit of a transitional phase though. They lost some key players from a year ago, but they are taking on Cal Berkeley. Uh, that game should be interesting. Cal's a 21 point favorite, 21 and a half. 
Give me UC Davis to hang around enough. Cal gets the dub. I know Wilcox. I'm still surprised he left. Uh, he didn't leave for Oregon, his alma mater. He stayed at Cal. So that game, obviously, he must feel good about his team. I'm still taking the 21 and a half with 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 UC Davis and Dan Hawkins. Um, Nichols State is taking on South Alabama. Lindsey Scott's gone. He was a great quarterback for Nichols. He transferred to Incarnate Word after Cameron Ward transferred out to Washington State. Um, South Alabama, I think, is a team that could surprise in the Sun Belt. I am going to lay the ten points. Lock it up. Give me South Alabama minus ten against Nichols. Lock it up. Uh, Morgan State's taking on Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern inheriting the or uh, inheriting. No, that's not correct. Ditching the uh, the option, the heavy run option attack. Morgan State's terrible. I think Georgia Southern's in for a long year. They're laying 39. I'm still going to take Georgia Southern. Lay the 39. Um, what else do we have here? I know that's a big number to lay. Albany at Baylor. Jeff Undercuffler's gone. He's at Akron now. Uh, Baylor's laying 42 and a half. I wouldn't even touch that, but I guess give me Baylor. Uh, interesting one here, Elon. Elon, a team that uh, showed some improvement last year in the SoCon. They're they're heading to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt, who just traveled back from Hawaii, and not let alone that, they destroyed Hawaii. And it makes you wonder: A, is Vanderbilt that good? Is Hawaii that bad? Give me Elon plus twenty. We saw East Tennessee State beat Vandy by twenty in Nashville last year. I think Elon. I think Elon's better than Hawaii. I don't know if that means because they, they beat Hawaii by what 40 points or 50 points. Give me Elon plus 20. Let's have some fun. Um, Grambling. We start the Hugh Jackson era as he takes on Butch Jones in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Grambling's catching 27. I got no idea what to do here. It's one of the harder games. Butch Jones, I was not big on that hire. The team struggled that. You know what? Give me the 27. Just because I feel like he's his teams traditionally are unprepared. Uh, Illinois state is heading into Madison to, to go into camp. Randall jump around people. Um, I will take Wisconsin minus 33. Lock that thing up. Lock it up folks. Make you can make some good money here. I'm intrigued with this one. Mercer at Auburn. No, if you had asked me a couple months ago, I said, what, what is that game doing on the schedule? I watched Mercer last week. Uh, I know they were playing Moorhead and Moorhead state, not going to be good this year, probably, but you know, Fred Payton, I remember watching him at coastal Carolina. He had 248 yards passing four touchdowns. Um, Austin Douglas ran for a buck 40 and two touchdowns. Uh, Ty James, the wide receiver that, that definitely averaged a ridiculous yards per catch. I believe a season ago, he had a five for one ninety two and three touchdowns. They're taking on Auburn. Auburn. I know it's Auburn. Brian Harson though. It's a dumpster fire, right? He's just fired the AD or he's quitting. He's getting, they're getting 31 and a half points. I, I actually think Harson's a better coach than what people have been uh, saying about him or what they've been, you know, Auburn fans just never gave him a chance. However, I'm taking the points. I don't like that situation going on there at, at Auburn. Give me the points. Let's go. Let's go Mercer. Oh, wouldn't that be great? 
Um, then uh, from there, what else do we have? There's a few other games I know that are F, uh, Southeast Louisiana takes on Louisiana Lafayette. Cephas Johnson comes in, obviously Cole Kelly gone with the lions. He was fantastic there. Uh, can Cephas Johnson, you know, uh, is it Cephas? No, Cephas Johnson's the wide receiver for UTSA. Who am I thinking of the quarterback transferring in for Southeast Louisiana? He was at uh, South Alabama. I believe I'm drawing a blank on his name. Anyway, uh, He's getting 14 points at Lafayette. Him and the Lions are. Give me Lafayette. Changing uh, Cole Kelly was was pretty damn efficient. Um, I think that's a big loss. So South Dakota taking on Kansas State and Adrian Martinez. Adrian Martinez and the Wildcats favored by 25. I'll take K State. I'll lay the points, even though I think South Dakota is decent. Um, then we have what else do we have? How about I mean that that's gonna be an awesome game, but we'll talk about Colgate's taking on Stanford. Colgate's getting 41 and a half. The Raiders? Give me the points. I don't trust Stanford. Um Murray State taking on Texas Tech. I'd stay away from these big lines. Texas Tech laying 34 and a half. I guess I lean Red Raiders. I think Zach Kitley will have that offense flying. Idaho going from Moscow to Pullman. That's like a 10 minute drive. Uh, taking on Cam Ward, the new quarterback of Washington State. Um, Idaho brought some 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 talent and brand new coach. So I'm kind of excited to see how I, Idaho looks in this backyard brawl here. Um, you know what? Give me the 28 and a half in the Vandals. Maybe they can hang around a little bit. And that that covers, I think, all of the FCS FBS matchups. Now we can have some fun and actually talk about the, the big time FCS matchups that are occurring FCS against FCS. Um, and then we'll get out of here as we wait for, for the season to kick uh, officially, I guess week zero, it counted, but um, how about this Davidson Jacksonville state Saturday morning? I think that's one of the more intriguing matchups Davidson running the, the option attack, but how great did rich Rodriguez look at Jacksonville state last, last week? They didn't even finish the game. There was like a whole quarter left and they were whooping Stephen F. Austin's ass. I mean, I mean, just, just an, an ass beating there um, against, uh, you know, that who was preseason top 10, Stephen F. Austin. Everyone said, Oh, rich rod's going to take him a year or so they're jumping to the FBS. Well, I guess rich rod said, uh, said this. And you are nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. Yeah, Jackson Jacksonville State's laying 23 and a half. Zion Webb looked fantastic in that offense. You know what? Let's lock up. Jacksonville State minus 23 and a half against Davidson. Come on, come with me here. Duquesne, who just scored seven points in Tallahassee, is traveling to Youngstown, Ohio, to take on Youngstown State. Youngstown State, the Penguins, uh, they are laying eighteen points. I know Youngstown's supposed to be better this year, but eighteen is a decent number. Um, I'm a bit surprised at that number, despite I know Jaleel McLaughlin is a damn good running back for the Penguins. Give me Duquesne and the points. I think their team's gonna fight hard for them. Give me Duquesne. Give me the Dukes and the points. Let's have some fun. Um, by the way, I forgot to mention Southeast Missouri State and Iowa State as an FCS FBS matchup. I'm laying the points with Iowa State. I think. Don't touch that game though. 
Um, interesting one here, Northwestern state traveling up to Missoula to take on Bobby Hawk and Montana. Montana's laying 30. I actually think you should lay the 30 lay the 30. Um, I think Montana's pretty loaded this year. I know, I know they just named uh, the San Diego state kid uh, starting quarterback there as I'm drawing a blank on his name right now too. Uh, the guy that started at San Diego state last year when they, when they won a bunch of games, I I'm drawing a blank, but uh, what else do we got Saturday morning? Um, this one should be a little intriguing. I would say is uh, my my Georgetown Hoyas catching a point and a half against Marist. Let's go Hoyas. <laughs> I don't have a good feel about that, but let's go Hoyas. Um, Dayton taking on Robert Morris. I don't know if that's one of the better matchups I'm trying to get you the, the best matchups. I think Duquesne Youngstown is worth, worth a viewing. Um, I'm intrigued by well, North Dakota state. They open up the season against Drake. Drake is two and zero all time against North Dakota State. However, those are different days. Felix Wright isn't playing safety anymore for Drake. Uh, North Dakota State's laying forty six and a half, and I think you should you should lay the points. Um, Norfolk State's taking on Marshall. Forgot to mention that, but I don't think uh, I'm I'm laying the points with Marshall. Um, this one is one of the more intriguing games. Tennessee State Eddie George. He's brought in some talent in the portal. Feel like they're recruiting better. They head all the way across the country to take on Eastern Washington, who's replacing Eric Barriere, their school's all-time leading passer. This game could be very, very interesting. I will have this one on. Gunner Talkington, the new quarterback of the Eagles for Eastern Washington. He's waited his turn. He's like a fifth or sixth year senior. Can the offense still fly? That line is currently East Eastern Washington minus 23 and a half. Give me Eddie George and Tennessee State plus the twenty three and a half. Let's go, let's go. That might be. No, I don't think it's gonna. I'm not gonna lock it up. If it was in Tennessee, then maybe. I'm I'm interested to see what Ed McCaffrey does at Northern Colorado year two. They're laying twelve against Houston Baptist. Houston Baptist was winless a season ago, but you know Houston Baptist the year prior to that they had Bailey Zappi and Zach Kitley in that high powered offense. I'm going to take a shot on uh, Northern Colorado brings in Jacob Sermon, the, the quarterback from originally a Washington recruit who was at central Michigan last year. I'm going to lay the 12 with Northern Colorado. I think we should, I think we should consider locking that one up. I think we should consider locking that one up. Um, What else do we got that we got lines on Howard and Hampton. I just watched Howard and you know, Howard offensively challenged. I thought the defense played their heart out on, on Saturday Hampton. I don't know what to expect as they voyage into the CAA. Howard's getting seven and a half. You know what? I'll take the points. They've played a game. I think there's an advantage to, to teams playing a game Towson. I'm very interested to see what Towson does at the quarterback spot. Obviously they got a few transfers coming in there that have played FBS ball kid from Maryland, a kid from UAB wonder who gets the start. They're laying 20 at Bucknell. I think you should lay the 20. Cause I think Towson did a damn good job in the transfer portal. This is one of the better matchups for me on Saturday is Wofford taking on Chattanooga. I know Wofford was bad last year, but I just feel like, I feel like they're, they're not as bad as what we think. They're getting 14 and a half at Chattanooga Chattanooga projected to be an FCS playoff team. So, uh, <sighs> I'm tempted to take Wofford plus the points. You know what? No, I'm taking Chattanooga lay the 14 and a half. Um, 
What else do we have? I uh, touched based on that touch based on that Presbyterian taking on Austin P the governors were impressive. I thought this past Saturday against Western Kentucky, uh, Austin P is laying 38 and a half Presbyterian lost a bunch of players to the portal. I was impressed by the governors 38 and a half. Some gigantic number though. I'll lay it though. Let's let's go. Let's go governors. Um, this is the only ranked matchup we have in the FCS this this uh, weekend. Uh, Southern Illinois ha- taking on Incarnate Word. In- Incarnate Eric, Eric Morris is gone from Incarnate Word. Same with Cam Ward. They're bringing Lindsey Scott. Southern Illinois is is laying six. I will lock up Southern Illinois minus six on the road at Incarnate Word. Let's go. Stephen F. Austin gets a chance at revenge against Alcorn State. This is an interesting matchup. I think they probably will respond. Sometimes you just open up the season, get your ass kicked, dose of reality. You read all that hype. They're laying ten and a half at Alcorn State. I will take Stephen SFA, the Lumberjacks, minus the ten and a half. Texas Southern's taking on Prairie View. This is an eleven point line for Prairie View. I, it was cool. I got to sit in this off season with uh, in a Q and a with Bubba McDowell, former Houston oiler and Miami hurricane safety. He is the new head coach at Prairie view. And I got to talk to him and he, he kind of likes his team here. I'm going to lay the 11 with, with Prairie view. Interested in, interested to see how he does though. In game one, uh, he was interim before, but now he's got the full on duty. So that'll be fun to watch. Um, and then you have the classic rivalry matchup. Shout out to my guy Terrell Furman. North Carolina A and T taking on North Carolina Central. This game happening in Charlotte. Glad they're preserving this rivalry. I believe this rivalry goes back to the 1940s, if memory serves me correct. Um, NC Central is getting 13 and a half. This is being played in Charlotte. 13 and a half is a lot of points, but I actually think A and T could make a run in the in the in the CAA. Um they're making the transition to the CAA. What is that? No, is that, I think that's, I think that's next year um, as they're in the big South right now, but uh, laying 13 and a half. Give me a and T shout out to my guy, Terrell Furman jr. That game's going to be awesome though. I got to watch that game. Um, and then McNeese taking on Montana state, Montana state laying 18 and a half. They had that magical run to the FCS championship a year ago. Eighteen and a half. I'll lay the points. That's a far trip from Louisiana to Bozeman. Uh, then you have uh, what? Utah Tech, which was Dixie State. And actually, before I t- talk about this, actually, yeah, well, here we go. Dixie State. They've been terrible. They're catching uh, twenty-seven on the road at, at Sacramento State. Trey Taylor. Will they get Sacramento State? They've been great in the regular season, but can they? Can they? They figure out a way to get some wins in the postseason, We will see. I'm going to lay the 27 with Sacramento state would be, I would love to see that program come up and get going. And then the big one Sunday nationally televised game, Florida a and M who I just read, you know, obviously last week, what a, what a great performance by the Rattlers on the road at North Carolina. Um, despite losing, they had like 27 guys out. Um, and it's been a crazy chaotic uh, situation. What's going on there. In uh, where they're in Tallahassee, I believe, right? But I'm hearing 17 starters are still out, or not starters. 17 players are out. Um, they have a, a crazy scenario going on with paperwork. They were players were told the wrong thing. They took the classes. They didn't meet the requirements. 
I don't know who's wrong, but it's it's a mess. Uh, but they're taking on Deion Sanders and Jackson State, and that is my sling game of the of the week. Uh, it's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of Sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the biggest games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, SEC Network, ACC Network, Fox, and the Big Ten Network, all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. Um, but this is an interesting matchup. Obviously, Travis Hunter's first game, top recruit in the nation, going to Jackson State. They've done a fantastic job in the portal and recruiting in, you know, from a whole point of view from the program. Great job recruiting. Great job bringing in a bunch of guys from the portal. They're laying one against Florida AM, who's got 17 people out. And I'll say this I was really impressed by Florida AM last week. Uh I mean, honestly, that was a, I was not expecting that type of, uh, of performance. Jeremy Musa, the Vanderbilt transfer looked great. 28 of 38, 279, two touchdowns and interception. They couldn't really get the ground game going. And I don't know if that was North Carolina's just talent or just the fact that they had, I know they had a limited amount of offensive linemen. I know two went down. I think they only had seven coming into the game. Um, But Xavier Smith had a great day receiving 10 catches. I think he'll have a big day. Against and you get Shador Sanders another year, as uh, you know, at as starting quarterback of Jackson State. I feel like the public is going to be all over Jackson State, and I think I am too, just because of the seventeen players out. But it is it is a I'm surprised. I, I thought the line would be a little bit more in favor of Jackson State. That game is alone on Sunday. Uh, there's no other games being played while that game is on, but then you have the uh, the Florida State LSU game in New Orleans at night. Either way, give me uh, give me Jackson State to get that done, and uh, yeah, I can't wait. There's a lot of great time matchups uh, going on this Saturday, this weekend. Um, there's some other games that we didn't touch base on that that will be happening um, that we just don't have lines on yet, like some of these uh, D2 FCS matchups. Uh, so, uh, we'll see. And we have all of our picks on the picks page. So go to sports podcast.com or get the SGPN app. But my favorite plays once again, to give you all of them, let me take you to the land out under my favorite FCS plays for this weekend. I am going with let's, um, where was my top plays? Let's go. I like Stephen F. Austin to bounce back and beat Alcorn State minus ten and a half. That's one of my plays. Southern Illinois minus six on the road at Incarnate Word. That's two of my plays. Uh, for a third play, let's go. I'm taking Wisconsin minus thirty three against Illinois State. That is a third play I'm giving you. Um, and these are locks. I'm betting all of these. Hop in. A fourth play will be. I know I have it on there. Where is it? Where is it? Um, let's go South Alabama minus 10 against Nichols. That is a fourth play for me. Um, I, you know what? I'm tempted. Let's throw Northern Colorado in the mix too. Northern Colorado minus 12 against Houston Baptist. And then I'm all over Nebraska minus 22 and a half against North Dakota. So what's that? Now I'm up to six. That's six that I gave you. And 
What else do we have? I, I kind of like to do Duquesne plus 18 is like a fringe play for me. It's I'm not locking it up, but I feel like I, like that's when I could end up betting by before sun before Saturday's kick um, Jacksonville state minus 23 and a half. I do like that too. Yeah. Let's take that too. Let's lay the 23 and a half with Jacksonville state. That's seven. See Western Carolina taking on Charleston Southern Charleston. That's an interesting matchup. Um, I'm not going to touch that, but okay. So I gave you seven sacred heart Lafayette. I didn't touch base on that game too. I lean in both those games. Just so you know, these are not locks, but give me, give me sacred heart minus the points. And then uh, I would take Western Carolina plus the points. Um, But those are not locks. I think I gave away all my locks. I'll also, you know what? Let's, let's take Delaware and South Dakota state in the points too. So I'm giving you eight, eight plays. Let's go folks. That's on the weekend before the weekend. We have the Friday or the Thursday, Friday slate. Um, I am also locking up on Friday, Charlotte minus six against William and Mary. I am also locking up Northern Arizona plus 25 at Arizona state. That's two. I'm tempted. I'm tempted to go St. Thomas plus 10 at Southern Utah too, but I'm not going to. That's a fringe one. Oh, Missouri State minus eight. Missouri State minus eight at Central Arkansas. Those are my Thursday, Friday plays. Folks, I can't wait for the season. We're going to be doing this every year. Or, I'm sorry, every week of the year. FCS, every single week. And remember, we do the FBS show too. We have 131 college football previews out for all 130 FBS teams or 131 FBS teams. We also have an FCS preview out. Go listen to all those as the conference races heat up. Uh, we will be talking about it, but I'm going to give you my best bets for the FCS each and every week folks subscribe to the college football experience. And remember our we're, tonight, later tonight in a couple hours, we will be doing me, Patty C and NC Nick, the college football experience. We'll be giving away our top plays of the week one, going through the whole slate, all the week one action in the FBS. So check out that episode. All right, folks. Also check out the sports gambling podcast, sports gambling podcast network. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store and check out the discord channel. Come talk FBS football with us, or I'm sorry, FCS football with us in the discord channel. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We talk college football year round there. So hop in. Also remember subscribe to the college basketball experience as We're already doing previews there. We are together as one on YouTube. You can watch this. Uh, youtube.com slash the college experience. So check us out there. Give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D and yeah, check us all out. I think you'll dig it. This is the college football experience FCS week one preview and picks episode. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. The Redskins want a new stadium. The owner, Jack Ken Cook, and he wants an indoor, I heard an indoor stadium. The Redskins cannot play indoors. I mean, how could you see fun, huh? I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Well, well, I don't get They break the head cold. Get my limousine! Ride on 85! Two thousand feet. Ease it on in. Nothing is over. Nothing.